brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Very quickly, welcome everybody to a very special episode of the Beard Owl Podcast, the podcast where we talk about two of the greatest things in the world, beer and Weird Owl. I'm Lauren. I am always here. My brother John is not here because it's a very special episode and he is not very special. So he's not on these episodes. (laughs) Instead, I'm joined by very special people. And today I have Seth with me and I'm so excited to have you here, Seth. Hello, Seth. How are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. I am Seth. Hi. <laughs> uh, that's me. I'm here. I am here from a couple different podcasts that I can tell you about. You know, the one that initially connected me to um, to you is because I have a podcast called Treble Treble. Yeah. It's a play off a of David Bowie song because oh, I love just that. love David Bowie so of much. <laughs> Um, so we have Trouble Trouble and that's all about music and we, well, I, and sometimes a guest talk about, uh, albums and it's each episode is an album. If there's a guest, then it's, uh, they pick an album. We also discuss an album that they pick. 
So it's super fun. And you can find me there on Twitter and Instagram at Treble Treble Pod. Yeah. And my other podcast is a little bit more silly and fun. Well, I guess they're both fun, but my other <laughs> podcast is um, Thanks for Coming. It's a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. So there. Which I we love, talk. by the way. Yeah. I love. Have you been listening? Yes. <laughs> I love it so much. It's so fun. I do that podcast with two of my best friends, Jamal and Stoney. And we have all the fun. We just watch Drag Race. We talk about each episode as the season goes on. So we're kind of like telling you what happened in the episode, but also kind of inserting our opinions and having a discussion about it, breaking it down a little bit. So it's a lot of fun. We also do um, some off-season content. Uh, That's what we call it when we do not talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) Um, So we uh, just put out a pumpkin spice taste test episode. And by the time this podcast is out, we'll also have one called Old Internet. So we're kind of talking about like the when the internet first came to be. Wow. (laughs) So like... Yeah, the internet, like, when we knew what the internet was. Yeah. yeah. Not what it when we became were kids. now, but, like, the original internet. Yeah. Oh. Like when uh, this album we're going to talk about came out. <laughs> Basically, that's exactly... Thank you for that beautiful segue. I can tell that you do this often. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so today... We're actually um, going to have a little kvetch session about uh, mm-hmm. Weird Al's 1996 masterpiece, Bad Hair Day. Yes. I am so excited. The um, The last guest I had on, we talked about uh, Weird Al's 19- 1992 album, uh, Off the Deep End, which is like my one of my least favorite Weird Al albums. <laughs> and this is my most favorite favorite so i'm very excited to talk about this but before we jump into talking about bad hair day let's talk about our beers shall we yes because i can't even tell you i i I held on to my last can of this beer specifically (laughs) to talk to you uh because the the logo that you have for treble treble is like glittery and stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is a sour beer from Duclaw Brewing called Ooh. Sour Me Unicorn Farts. <laughs> oh my gosh. It, what a title. And it's got glitter in it. It's got uh, oh like edible glitter in it. So I'm not going to be able you, like, you're not going to see this, but like I'm looking at it under the light. My beer is like sparkling. It's That's awesome. shining and it's beautiful. It's glistening. It's a very pretty beer. As far as like flavor goes, it's it's a solid sour. It's not like great. I feel like this beer is more style than substance, but I enjoy it and it kind of works for our convo about yeah. about this and especially my convo with you because seriously, it is sparkly. It's so <laughs> sparkly. What do you well, have? Well, I love glitter. I, I, I figured as much. So what do you have? Uh, So today I'm drinking a local beer from Deschutes Brewery. Uh, It's here in Oregon. And this is the Mirror Pond Pale Ale. Mm. And I wish that I could say that it had like a a cool title that related to, you know, the Bad Hair Day album or just Weird Al himself. But the only thing that I can, I am stretching here, (laughs) is uh, saying because it is a pale ale and our friend 
Weird Al is pretty pale himself. Yeah, so, that's fair. Uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? However flimsy the connection was, you made the connection, and that's totally fine. I love it. You know, as long as we've got a good... Be- so it's it's a pale ale, so it's like a hoppier ale. It's not an India pale ale, right? It's just... Just a pale just ale, a pale yeah. Ale. Nice. Oh, so we have these, and we have these to enjoy, which will be lovely. And uh, we're going to talk about Bad Hair Day, and I think the best way to do this... Is just dive right in to track number one because the way Weird Al albums tend to work, or as we call them on the show, Weird Albums, because why not? <laughs> uh, the first song is kind of the one that is more universally kind of relatable, connects more with the with the you know the general populace. Then as you get into the album, it gets a little weirder and weirder and weirder until the last track, which is just completely <laughs> out there. Yeah. So this starts with Amish Paradise, of course. Yes. This is I think this is the song that got me into Weird Al. I think it's the song for a lot of people, you know, because uh, I'm going to be like completely honest with you and tell you that I probably I heard this before I heard Gangsta's Paradise. OK, uh, I, I think I'd heard the original. Now, again, I, I don't know how old you were in 1996, but, like, I was 11. Same. <laughs> okay. <laughs> were they same? Oh, yay. <laughs> Perfect. So, um, yeah, and, like, around that time, like, our – I don't know. I think a lot of the music that I heard kind of – it was, like, whatever mom would play in the car. Yeah, know? same. That's how I grew up with music as well. So uh, – our mom at the time was like rebelling against grunge and she went into like a really heavy country music phase. <laughs> no, what a traitor. I know. Well, cause she was into like, like Def Leppard and Bon Jovi and things like that. And when, then when rock got grungy, she hated it. Uh, Weird. So she got like hardcore into country. So most of what we heard other than like at friend's house and stuff was c- country music, which we we I can recite almost all of Chattahoochee. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know what that is, so I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Alan Jackson song. It's like way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. It gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. So that's yeah. what was in my head, like when this. Okay. Came out. So like that, I heard this, and so first of all, Amish Paradise was like unlike anything I'd ever heard. Oh yeah. And, and then it's about the Amish. Yeah, and how can you go wrong? I, 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 at this point in my life, I was really into like rap or whatever, basically whatever was popular or on MTV because this was like when they would show music videos yeah. and music was like the big programming for them. Mm-hmm. So um, I had I did know this Coolio song and I was into it, and then when I heard this Weird Al song, I was like. It was so funny because I thought I was going just as hard, like, listening to this Weird Al parody, like, as the original. And everyone was like, wow, Seth, you're so lame and, like, white. (laughs) There's, you know, yeah, uh, so white. It's so white. I mean, you don't get really, you really don't get any whiter than the Amish. Yeah. Uh, But sometimes you get white and nerdy. Yes, that's, that's very true. And actually, uh, we talked about that recently. There's an episode (laughs) of that. Um, (laughs) We we had a, we had a good time talking about that, but no, seriously, like I'm from Pennsylvania originally. And so we saw Amish like all the time. Did you really? Oh yeah. Uh, You know, 
they they you just see like the the horse and buggy going down the road or like you'd go to the amusement park down there like near Amish country and some of the Mennonites would like go into the amusement park wearing like their Amish like outfits and like ride things oh. it was crazy is that allowed I think there's levels of Amish oh, okay okay so you know there's the line in the song we're just crazy Mennonites yeah <laughs> and so I think the Mennonites are like slightly more lax Amish Okay. You know, like, because in, in, like, Judaism, there's a lot of the same thing. Like, you've got, like, levels of of Jewishness, <laughs> right? Yeah, there are. Yeah, there's, like, reform, and um, there's reform, and there's um, Hasidic, and... Is it Orthodox? Orthodox, yeah. Yeah. There's a few different ones. So, right, there's, there's levels of, like, how much, like, you can get away with and stuff. And so it's the same yeah. with the Amish, I think. You know, the Amish, Amish, they never wear buttons. You know, they got cool hats. Uh, of course. But, you know, the Mennonites can, can could do a little bit more. So, like, yeah. So I had kind of seen Mennonites. So I had, like, the connection with, like, oh, I know all about these people. Yeah, you're like, these are my friends, the, like, right here. Right. These are my friends. And oh, this song was just so funny, you know. But... I think it's. I love all the mm -hmm. butter churning butter and like. I I wonder if this is like offensive. I don't know. Like that because nineteen ninety six was a different time. Yeah. So a lot. I always like when I went back to listen to this album. I was like trying to be like, is this album like hold up? Like how does it compare to like what's going on socially in the world now? And I was like, all right, this is. I feel like maybe I don't know if Weird Al would be conscious to like not write a song about the Amish now. That's a, that's a really good point, you know? I mean, would an Amish person find this song offensive? Now, num yeah. number one, an Amish person is not going to hear this song. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I that's really interesting. And, like, I, I totally can't answer that because he's not, like, mean about them. It's just, like, no. an Amish with a dude, you know, that's unheard of. Yeah. So that's that's a really interesting point, and I I kind of like having that the lens of today put on it. Uh, yeah, because I listen to this album with a complete sense of like nostalgia. Oh, totally. I did too. Um, I mean, it just takes me back to like I can like remember my the room that I grew up in, and just like you know I I can't remember. I was trying to remember if I had this on cassette or CD. Mm. Um, but I feel like probably cd at this point yeah i know i did i, I know like, i had it on cd yeah but it, it was like a, di a different experience back then because you would listen to the whole album mm -hmm. you know even though like songs like you know amish paradise those are the ones that were on mtv you would still listen to everything yeah and you know speaking of you know albums this i feel like more so than some weird out offerings this holds up as like an album like from beginning to end oh yeah it makes sense that way. So let's just so you go right, you go from Amish Paradise into mm -hmm. one of my personal favorite Weird Al songs. Everything you know is wrong. Yes, uh, uh, original. Yeah, it's an original. It's a style parody of They Might Be Giants. Yes, which I I do like. They Might Be Giants as well. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoyed the song. It's a good song. I feel like okay, if I had to. Like, tell if an alien came down from outer space and they said, What does Weird Al Yankovic sound like? 
this is the song I would play because it's an original song <laughs> and it's it's yeah. silly, but it's also it's also saying something in a sort of way. Like, yeah. everything you know is wrong. Like, okay, maybe like maybe what's in your head isn't necessarily the facts. You know, right? It kind of challenges you to think about things. Yeah, and Weird Al does that, but people don't always realize that he's doing it. Because this song is so silly, and it's absurd. Right. And even with, like, Amish Paradise, it challenges you to think about a, a people that live life differently mm-hmm. than us. And so I like that about him. I do, too. And, oh, I got, like, a... Glitter stuck in your I throat. Got, I think it's glitter. <laughs> I'm getting a little <clears throat> glittery here. I don't know. I mean, it's very small. It's yeah. like more iridescent than anything. Yeah. But it, it literally it literally <laughs> says ale brewed with fruity cereal and edible glitter. How can you not like that though? I, 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 it's, fruity cereal and glitter? Yeah. Fruity cereal and glitter. And like the logo is literally a unicorn with a rainbow coming out of its ass. <laughs> like going into unicorn farts. It's great. That is perfect. It's kind of perfect. But yeah. <laughs> Weird Al is totally saying something. With everything you know is wrong. And I think it's, I'm going to get a little like Weird Al is the best right here in this yeah. moment. Oh, I, we're here. Because I feel like Weird Al is who he is like completely unapologetically. Like. Oh, totally. And he gives his listeners like permission almost to be who they are unapologetically. Oh, yeah. Like, I agree. He gave himself the nickname Weird in college because he was like, people are going to call me this anyway, so I might as well just, like, own it. Own it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you say it, then they can't hurt you with that or whatever. So mm-hmm. that's, like, his phrase now. Exactly. He he kind of – he flipped it around and, like, he owns who he is, which is so incredibly awesome. Right. And no one can really rock a Hawaiian shirt like Weird Al. Nobody can. Nobody can. No. I'm a little mad at this whole electric – boogaloo uh thing have you heard about this Uh uh-uh. oh it's like it's like an alt-right movement oh okay i try not to i know that they've like deal with them they've like <laughs> they've like co-opted the hawaiian shirts oh, as God. like their their uniform and i'm like no that's weird owls uniform that's like the uniform of his people like just don't take leave the hawaiian shirts alone yeah what did they ever do to you tommy bahama's upset you know i'm sure he is i'm sure he is because that's just not it's just not right it's just not yeah so tommy didn't want that no tommy didn't want that tommy didn't want that and you know what speaking of things that we don't want track three on this album is cavity search oh yeah with, great song great parody it's a great parody and i'm gonna be completely honest with you i didn't immediately know this one was a parody like as a kid really as a kid no oh wow because this is what it's hold me throw me kiss me kill me by you two yeah mm-hmm. which is which which you two album is that is that brain fog insomnia moodiness weight gain Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. 
Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Um, man, they have so many. I know. I know it wasn't the one they forced on our iPhone. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't that one because <laughs> there were no iPhones yet. Hold me, throw yeah. me, kiss me, kill me. Um, Oh, my God. This was a single from the Batman Forever soundtrack. Wow. And I, I saw that movie, too, so I should know this. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I seriously, I but I didn't know this was a YouTube parody because it just sounded so much like what Weird Al should have been doing at the time. Yeah, totally. It has his sound, like, all over it. Yeah. I, I, if you listen really carefully in Cavity Search, the little drills – in the background, you hear like the drill sounds, like all through. Yeah. It. <laughs> every time I go to the dentist, um, I have got like, I'm gonna brag, I've got really good teeth, so I don't, I'm not oh, scared of the dentist or anything like that. But yeah, the whole line now let me rinse and spit. Every time <laughs> I have to rinse and spit at the dentist, like this goes through my head. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was reading about this song last night. I was looking to see if I could like find out more information. And I guess Weird Al, he got like his actual dentist and they actually, rec- the sounds in the song, they actually recorded like with the dentist tool on an actual human tooth. No way. Yeah. That is commitment to craft right there. Yeah. Do we know? I thought that was cool. That is like, I, I didn't know that. And that's, that's beyond <laughs> cool. Now, I wonder whose tooth it was. Like, was it just some like random patient? And they're like, yeah, Weird Al is going to record your teeth today. Well, I think um, I would assume it was like an extracted tooth that someone didn't need anymore. <laughs> That's how I see it in my mind. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I pictured it like, as a tooth somebody still had. So you're thinking like oh, it was an extracted tooth. Oh, yeah. I don't think tooth. they did that. Oh, my God. I would think so. Okay. So like, yeah. they pulled the tooth out of like the, the biohazard bin. Like the yeah. the waste, the human waste bin. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's how I see it going down. <laughs> I wish I knew exactly how that went down. Because, I mean, I just recognize the fact that it's drill sounds. I didn't realize it was actually in a human tooth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. So now now when you go back to listen, you're going you're gonna to listen real close. I am going to listen real close. Like, is that a molar? Is that a, is that a canine? Is that an incisor? I don't know. What kind of tooth is that? It's probably a molar. It's got to be a molar. I don't think they. It's probably easier. Yeah, I don't think they drill the other ones. Yeah. I don't know. We're getting way too far into dentistry. I'm I'm starting (laughs) to shiver a little bit and having like PTSD from going to the dentist now. (laughs) (laughs) PTSDD, post traumatic stress dentist disorder. Dentist. Yeah, dental distress. Dental distress. (laughs) Post traumatic stress dental distress. That's right. (laughs) So, okay. And we can leave cavity search alone because it's really yeah. good. Yes. Uh, but, you know, I think that Colin in Sick is better. Than cavity search? Yes. I don't know. I like them both for different because it, for me, it's hard to compare an original to a, pa- a parody. Okay. I, I, I'm just saying this coming from the place like. When I first heard this album, I didn't realize Cavity Search was a parody, and I just naturally liked Colin and Sick better. Yeah, because uh, I think I think Colin and Sick literally all it's a it's it's just a style parody of grunge. Yeah, that's it. But also, 
but also like you can hear like he lifts like a lot of the guitar riffs from nirvana Mm -hmm. a lot um that's the what i that's the aspect of grunge that i noticed a lot like he did definitely take a lot of nirvana riffs yeah. <laughs> to incorporate it that but little the guitar at the beginning of it yeah. right at the very beginning mm-hmm. definitely and this song is so cool like yeah it's a perfect grunge song like if if somebody who didn't i, I think i've said this about another song but i don't care if somebody <laughs> <laughs> no i definitely did but if somebody didn't know english and they just heard this song without understanding the words there's like nothing funny about it no mm-mm. it's just straightforward grunge yeah oh yeah which is my favorite type of music so i really like that about this song <laughs> yeah I, and this this album definitely speaks to those that enjoy like the grunge and like the alternative kind of stuff for sure uh but the imagery in this colin and six song makes me chuckle yeah so much what, what's your favorite line maybe i'll make a huge color tapestry from my belly button lint <laughs> because first what an image first of all how much lint and second of all it's not just a tapestry it's a color tapestry so like what kind of lint is even in there like this is like some cavernous navel like full of like the lint from maybe like a month's worth of shirts yeah Different color shirts, sweaters, maybe. Yeah, you know, you know yeah. nice pull, you know, pullovers. <laughs> like, who even knows? And that image gets me. And um, the other one is, uh, oh god, uh, he just talks about watching Ernest goes to camp. Yeah, which I remember that was on TV a lot back in that time. Yeah, so it's one of those things. It's like, okay, like, I'll do this. And it's such a relatable song, too, because don't you ever just have that day you're like, I just don't, I just don't want to. Yeah, it's like every day for yeah, me. I know. I'm just like, please don't make me go to work. I just don't want to. I mean, well, you know, ever since, you know, the the world kind of kind of fell apart, I've had the, the pleasure of working from home, which has been yeah. kind of, I, I didn't think I'd like it, but I love it. And now I never want to go back to the office. Yeah, same. <laughs> like, it's amazing. And I mean, I just get to sit. I have my dogs. I get to watch my stupid game shows all day. Yeah. And do my job, like, better than I did from the office. So. Because you don't have people distracting you and talking uh-huh. to you about things you really don't care about. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's just like, okay, I can do my work. And then you know what? I can simultaneously do laundry if I want to. Yeah. I, you know, you save money on buying lunches. It's so good. It, yeah, it's definitely easier to do lunches at home and um, and then also with transit and stuff like that. It's nice to not have to because I don't have a car, so I do public transport. Okay. Transport. And okay. so <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's really nice not to have to like ride two buses to work because at the start of COVID, that was really frightening. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine like that's that's just crazy. No, you said you're in Portland, right? Yeah. So, I mean god you're like in like craft beer heaven oh yeah you are like the craft beer box that i get shipped to me like every month half Mm -hmm. the beer is from portland oh nice Uh, i think the company is actually located in portland okay so it comes to me there's lots of good beer from out here i actually um i moved here from seattle and so i moved here like 
like I want to say like two weeks maybe before the whole lockdown and the COVID no. thing. Yeah. So so positive thing. I got out of Seattle, which was like one of the hubs at the time of mm-hmm. COVID. Um, so I got out of there. So I was not in the like direct, you know, area of it. And then, but then I get here to Portland and I'm basically just like inside, like unable to do things, explore or like all that sort of thing. So it's been like really like a, a screwy thing with my mind. <laughs> I, yeah, I could only imagine like, cause I know, I know what it's like to move like everything to an entirely different place, you know? Yeah. Cause I live in Florida now and I grew up in Pennsylvania. And so when I moved, uh, I'm in Jacksonville. And so when I, I got to Jacksonville, I was like, I didn't know anybody. Yeah. I knew nothing. And I mean, yeah. I was able to explore and like find things and find people and places and, you know, stuff to do. But I couldn't imagine moving like right before something like this without having that. Yeah. You know, bubble. I have a couple friends down here. And uh, so like every once in a while, we'll go uh, eat out at like the food carts. Okay. So we're like outside and um, we try and like, give us space between people and all that sort of stuff. So uh, that way I can like still like see people and have human interactions. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but also like in a safe way. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's, I do like a handful of things, you know, I go to the dog park. I've got a great dog park near me that I go to. Um, so I've got like my dog park friends, mm-hmm. you know, I go to the store, which is, you know, that's just the store. But yeah, that's not I've exciting. Got <laughs> my things that I do, you know, so the dog park is like the highlight of my of the week of the week. Yeah, you know, so we go like two or three times a week. Dogs oh, wow. love it; they're happy. It's a dog park and bar. Really? Yes, that's like built, the best yeah. thing ever. It's absolutely phenomenal. Um, if anybody listening to this is in the you know Jacksonville, Florida area, I'm just gonna plug it because it's like my favorite place. It's called Bre- Brewhound Dog Park and Bar. It's like in neptune beach and it's an acre a like maybe it's like one and a half acres of land and it's not yeah. grass they've got like this nice turf and there's like a canine agility course there's fountains <laughs> you know they've got like tubs for the dogs to lay in and it's a bar with wine and local beer that's awesome and they also do coffee and stuff like that it's amazing so like i'll go in the morning on the weekend and i'll have like coffee or you know maybe i'll have like a mimosa kind of deal or i'll go after work and i'll have a beer and watch my dogs run around it's the best of everything yeah what else could you want it's so great it's so great i feel like every major city should have a place like that yeah i kind of want to open one here (laughs) dude you should because first of all i know people that go there don't have dogs they just (laughs) Just go go to drink to go to drink and like watch dogs have a good time because you can't not have a good time watching dogs have a good time that's very true i mean if you you just watch the dogs and you're just happy you know mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about taking care of them you can just go watch them and drink right you can go watch the dogs drink because nothing is is more pure joy than a dog I'm, yeah i'm just saying so- I love dogs. <gasps> my, I had one growing up, but um, since I've like lived alone and, and mm-hmm. moved away and things like that, I, I don't have a dog because I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I miss having one around, though. Yeah, well, you know, if you're in a place that, you know, you can have one, you can get like a smaller one. 
Yeah. I would I have to that, probably get a small one. I say that as the owner of two large, very large Do dogs. <laughs> I've got oh my a, gosh. I've they walk do- you. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when I have them both at once. It's a, a Doberman and a German Shepherd. Oh, wow. Dude, they're going to protect you. Oh, yeah. Nobody messes with me. <laughs> That's the best. That's great. <laughs> I didn't get them for that reason because my Doberman's actually like a big, happy idiot. Like, he's yeah. just like, Ugh. People don't realize how <laughs> like sweet and friendly they are. Yeah. I like Dobermans. I like, yeah, German Shepherds are really pretty, too. Mm-hmm. My Yeah, my, ger- my German Shepherd, she's my little girl. Um, her name is Belladonna after the Stevie Nicks album. I was going to ask. That's so cool. <laughs> I love Stevie Nicks. Oh, my God. I know. She's like, I'm such an enigma because, like, okay, ask me who my favorite music artists and I'm, are, and I'm going to be like, okay, uh, Weird Al, Stevie Nicks, and Elton John. There you go. <laughs> like, I love Elton John so much. Like, oh, a lot. He's the best. You know what they just came out with? Like, as of the record, this recording, they came out with it today. But, like, you can oh, no, find I it right it. now. <laughs> An Elton John Barbie doll. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw a picture of it. I bought it. Did you really? <laughs> I collect oh, Barbies. Oh, my gosh. That's cool. <laughs> it looks so, really neat. It looks so neat. And I'm so, they came out with a Bowie one last year. Really? Yeah, I got that for my that niece. Tie in? Okay. It's because my brother loves David Bowie. And so I was like, well, I can't get like my brother a Barbie doll. My niece, she's like one. I'll get her yeah. this Barbie. Yeah, he can play the <laughs> David Bowie so she'll know what the doll is about. And yeah. She knows. She knows. Oh, does she? <laughs> my brother now, because my niece, she's going to be two at the end of December. Okay. And so my brother can ask her, who's daddy's favorite recording artist? And he literally says it that way. Who's daddy's favorite recording artist? And she goes, Bowie. <laughs> That's great. She, and they've, he's got like a picture of Bowie in one of the bedrooms. And she can point at it and go, Bowie. Bowie. She knows. She knows. Which is She's like, going to be the coolest when she gets like a little bit older. She's going to be... Yeah. absolutely the coolest because um she watched the weird Al movie uhf like stared at it <laughs> oh my like, gosh whoa you know um yeah and she knows who david bowie is so uh, she's gonna be the coolest kid because she's got the coolest dad like my brother's so yeah. cool if i were to have a kid that's how i would want to raise them like mm-hmm. on good music so they have like the basics you know that sort of thing and i feel like that just sets them up for like a good life <laughs> yeah, like just know know the good stuff. Like right now, there's that meme going around with the guy with the cranberry juice with yeah, dreams, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And how many people are just like finding out about that song now because of that? A lot. <laughs> and like, I am. I guess I'm just like, how do you not know dreams? How do you right. not know? That's like one of the biggest songs in rock and roll, you know, and especially for Fleetwood Mac. It's their only number one hit, and Stevie Nicks won't let you forget that she's the one that wrote it. That wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the um, the video of Mick Fleetwood doing, like, the parody of that video? I did. I did. Oh, I love like, him for that. He's so great. I think he lives in Hawaii. He's got, like, a restaurant on Oahu. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I'm jealous. Hawaii is beautiful. I went I there once. <laughs> he's, 
I've never been there. And I mean, if I were to go there, I would go to McFleetwood restaurant, McFleetwood's yeah. restaurant, because it was on diners, drive-ins and dives. Really? <laughs> wow. My, my parents love that show. Like sometimes show. when we were doing road trips, I'll be like, Ooh, is there anywhere from diners, drive-in dives around here? <laughs> <laughs> I think Guy Fieri is a national treasure. I, I have eaten at his restaurant before. Really? Yeah. Is it called Flavortown? I think he might I have forget. one called Flavortown. Yeah, I think it's I, I it, it's at um at well, at, a, at a amphitheater that I've seen concerts at. So like I mean there are like he actually has like full blown restaurants places and stuff like that. But I've had it from like the little vendor kiosk at at a you know on the concourse at the arena. Okay. So like the <laughs> Flavor Town suburb. Yeah, yeah, and it was pretty good. I I, ha- I really enjoy the garlic fries that he makes. I hear they're fantastic. God. They're very he's, good. He's so great. Okay, here's going to be my segue. Speaking of things okay. that are fantastic, the alternative polka. This is like my favorite song on the whole album. <laughs> it's definitely my favorite polka. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you listen to a lot of polka? It's my favorite Weird Al polka. Oh, okay. He has one. On, <laughs> like, he has one on every album. Yeah. Uh, almost every album. I have to correct myself. There's not a polka <laughs> on the first album, and there's not a polka on even worse. Yeah. So, okay. all you Weird Al fans, I know this. Okay. Yeah. But there's a don't polka try on, her. Don't 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 try me. Don't come for me. I'm a Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is the best of his polka medleys for sure. Yeah, I I was really into alternative music a lot so um you know i think when i saw alternative polka you know this is my first experience with weird al i didn't really know what to expect from the song right so then like as i'm listening i'm like oh my god i love this song oh i know this song oh yeah this is great so like um i don't know it's just it was just so like creative to me because he's not really rearranging the um the words in this in mm-hmm. this type of a of a song he's mainly just changing the style of the music yep. so i really like that a lot i thought this was really cool i mean you have um like green day which is a big favorite of mine um you have alanis morissette who i was also really into um beck and um stone temple pilots rem I mean, these are basically, you know, the Smashing Pumpkins. These are all, like, the biggest, like, alternative yeah. artists at this time. You know, you have Soundgarden, things like that in there. Yeah. It's, it's such – it's and that's the thing. I feel like this polka medley probably shaped my brother's uh, musical taste because he's, like, big into alternative music. And he wasn't. But I think he kind of retroactively – after that, because remember, we were listening to country music in the car. And so right. after the fact, I think he went and kind of found the individual bits and pieces that were on uh, in, in this polka and was like, oh, like, this is awesome. Like, this is awesome. I like this. I mean, I loved Alanis. Um, oh, yeah. She's, you know, she's my girl. So I was talented. Actually, I was actually more into um, supposed former infatuation junkie. Then, 
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The Jagged Little Pill? The really? One the, the one with Thank You? Yeah, I like Thank You, though. That is a good song. That's a good song. I liked that. I liked that whole entire album. It was like... Uh, it was less angry and just kind of more like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she had gone to India. She, you know, she was like, "Thank you." You know, she was a little yeah. calmer. Yeah. Um, but still with an edge. I just, I. But anyway, I loved Alanis. Yeah. Forever. Oh yeah. Cher- Cheryl Crow was like my thing. So like the two female artists that are in this polka medley, big deals for me. And for see, sure. that's the one. The Cheryl Crow, I thought that was weird that that was an alternative polka because I don't really see Cheryl Crow as an alternative artist. Yeah, I could see. Yes, I, I actually, I definitely agree with you there. Um, but it this is, was probably a big song at the time. It it was, right? Because the Tuesday Night Music 96. Club was like, this, this, so this album came out in 96 and it was recorded between 94 and, you know, early 96 yeah uh so yeah that makes sense because what all i want to do was like 94 95 so it yeah it fits with the time period and i guess maybe some other stuff cheryl crow did was like alternative-esque like on the the like the fringes of being alternative <laughs> like yeah. in the venn diagram of mainstream and alternative yeah. <laughs> she's like that in that little tiny the spot smallest where they sliver <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, I mean, the whole thing is fantastic. It's a great, great polka. So good. And then you go from <laughs> alternative polka to since you've been gone. Yeah. Not a Kelly Clarkson cover. No. No. <laughs> For those of you that may not be it's oh. into Weird Al. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, my sister-in-law, John's wife loves Kelly Clarkson. So this is not since the letter U been gone. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is since you've been gone. Been gone. Yeah. Uh, it's grammatically correct because that's Weird Al. Of course. Uh, well, no, he does. He does have some titles that are not grammatically correct. Um, <laughs> like on purpose, though. Oh, okay. So kind of like in the way that Prince does, you know. Uh, Nothing compares to you. Nothing compares to you. Yeah. Weird Al the has letter a song you. on uh, Poodle Hat called I Want to Be Your Lover. But it's like, I want to be U-R-L-U-V-R. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's sort of like um, the Sly and the Family Stone song, Thank You for Letting Me Be Myself Again. Or, uh, you know, they the way he spelled 
you know puts it all together is different yeah 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 it's the same basic yeah absolutely i wonder if we, i wonder if weird al steals that from sly i'm sure that's got to be an, an influence on on him yeah oh must be because i want to be your lover is like a funk oh song we're getting there you guys oh mind blown <laughs> i've said it before and i'll say it again this is why I love having different people come on the show to talk weird out with me because different perspectives, different yeah. like wells of knowledge help make the whole picture yep. make sense. We're there. We're getting there. Oh, because I'm going to go listen to that song now to see if it is uh, a parody or not or maybe it's just in the in the style of. It's in in the style of. It's not okay. a parody. It's but yeah, it's an in the style of and it's just full of like filthy sexual innuendo like i want to be your beef burrito oh. are you picking up the subtle innuendo here uh-huh. oh yeah I'm, yeah i'm picking up what you're throwing down yeah uh love torpedo krakatoa you know he's <laughs> all of the stuff is in that song okay um yeah it's it's probably the most like uh, like overtly dirty weird al has ever been yeah i feel like he doesn't usually give off that kind of energy no, he doesn't. But I, I, 2003, like once you hit the early 2000s, some things like, like deeper in Weird Al's <laughs> stuff got a little bit yeah. like, oh, okay, we're adults now. <laughs> we're adults here. <laughs> got it. Very good. But. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's this wild. is a good song though. I I do like since you've been gone. It's a nice um like barber shop quartet sort of feel to it and it's all weird al oh yeah he did all the voices yeah oh wow so i I, when i was listening to it today i was like how many layers did this man have to record for this like song that's less than a minute and a half long like yeah how many layers uh, I'm sure got, a lot. Uh, at it, least four, I would think. At least four. And then there's like harmonies within the back of it. It's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, this feels to me like uh, For the Longest Time by Billy Joel. Yeah, uh, totally. I love that song. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So it's it's in that same kind of vein. And it, it, it falls into, it leans in the, Weird Al's got this trope that he goes to quite a bit yeah where it's like uh, i'm with this person but i hate them yeah i feel like that's kind of a feeling a lot of people have yeah i mean that's why there's there's two (laughs) songs on this album that are the i'm with this person and i hate them and then if you look back in weird al's catalog there's one more minute. Like, I'd rather rip out my intestines with a fork than spend one more minute with you. There's I was only kidding, which is like when I said that I needed you, baby, and I told you that I really cared. I was only kidding. Yikes. That's pretty brutal. Uh, yeah. It's like a song that's like a basically the, the narrator of the I was only kidding song. Yeah. Spent years in a relationship with this woman just to be like, kidding. Gosh, that's a cruel joke there. Yeah, it's like it's a big time investment. But this falls in that same kind of trope. Like, since you've been gone, I feel almost as bad as I did when you were still here. And then to skip Gump for a second and go to I'm So Sick of You, which is, again, like the same basic idea. 
it's uh it, it says it was in the style of like Elvis Costello. Yeah, which I get. It's like that like yeah, I I hear like like uh pump it up in it. Yeah, a little um, bit. That sort of like um keyboard lo- lots of keyboard lines. And just like like really like heavy kind of driving like keyboardy stuff. But lyrically that song is basically just tearing this poor woman apart. But he's still in the relationship with her. Yeah. But I'm so sick of you. This sort of, like, reminds me of, like, the Rembrandts or, like, 90s, um, like, alternative, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and it it makes complete sense with it. So I just felt like we needed to kill those two birds with one stone. With one. Because they're both basically about the same thing. Just different styles. Okay. You know? It's, like, the same person. (laughs) It's, like, yeah, I just hate you. I just, I just hate yeah. you, you know? And so maybe, maybe in like the chronology of like being a person, I'm so sick of you actually comes before since you've been gone because he's so sick of her. Yeah. And he, maybe then he finally gets rid of her. And then since you've been gone is like, I feel like really terrible now. Yeah. But I felt worse before with you. With you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. When he was so sick of her exactly i'm so sick of you but i was thinking that myself i was wondering if those two songs are related they feel related and then of course sandwiched right between them is the masterpiece that is gump yeah one of his other really big hits Uh uh-huh yeah gump is great i was obsessed with um with the president of the united states of america yeah um such a great 90s band you know of course this is the parody of lump and or um and and so I don't know I just think it was really great like oftentimes I was like really into the song so like when I would hear the radio like I would kind of forget that's like oh this is not going to be the Weird Al version so I would always <laughs> sing like gum, the Weird Gums Al words alone on yeah. a bench. I do the same thing the only thing okay I don't, you probably know this but uh the Gump song obviously ends and that's all I have to say about that right all I have to say yeah. about that. Well, after a couple of years later, the presidents of the United States of America, when they would do lump, they would end it with actually saying about that. Really? Because yeah, <laughs> they just sort they, of stole that from him. Yeah, because their song stops, and then Weird Al had to go with the Gump thing. Well, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I and love that. They kind of started doing that when they performed the song <laughs> live. So it's like. The cycle of like weird altitude. Yeah, as, as the were. levels of out. It depends what level of altitude you're at. Altitude <laughs> or weird altitude. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I love it. Oh my god. So yeah, I mean, and that song is great. It's um one of the you know Weird Al does this a lot where he kind of kind of summarizes a movie. In yeah. A <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Sometimes it'll save you from watching a movie. Like, I know for sure. Like, if somebody asks me, like, hey, I want to start watching Star Wars. Where do I start? I'm like, okay, this is the order that you watch them in. But, like, you (laughs) don't have to watch The Phantom Menace. Just listen to The Saga Begins by Weird Al. Oh, okay. Because it tells the story. (laughs) And, like, then you can just, like, not watch that movie. You're good to go. I love that. Because he's sort of like, he presents it like in his, um, like, interpretation of the movie, too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. He's just the funny little, like, bits of it. You know, uh, when my brother and I do our episode on Gump, which is going to come up fairly Soon. shortly. Oh, because I mostly because I have the perfect beer to pair with it. And oh. it's one of the few songs that John and I like already have a beer lined up for. And it's like, okay, well, let's just do Gump so that I'm not sitting on this beer forever. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to preview it. I don't remember the brewery or anything like that, but like it's a beer with like a boat on the title on the, on the can. And the boat yeah. is called Jenny. And <laughs> nice. It, it, there's like Gump references all over the can. So I'm like, this is perfect. Jenny. But anyway, Jenny, Jenny. <laughs> the one thing that gets me in this song is uh, his girlfriend Jenny was kind of a slut, and that's yeah. a, it's such a take on the movie. You know, I think I'm a bit of a, a Jenny apologist. Mm-hmm. In Gump, I'm gonna I'm going to make a point to rewatch Forrest Gump. Before yeah. we talk about Gump the song, just so I can one up my brother with like all my Gump knowledge. There you go. Um, but from what I recall, like Jenny had a pretty crappy life, you know. Yeah. And so I feel like a lot of her actions are reactionary to her upbringing. I can see that. And so I feel like it's a disservice to just simplify it to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, it's not really cool to slut shame people because we yeah. are like, all have our own bodies and sleeping with lots of people doesn't make you a slut, just makes you sexually open. So, yeah. 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 So that's a view that may not necessarily stand up under the lens of today. Yes. That's a line. As well as the cover of this album. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's doing but it's such cool- a good cover at the same time. I know. I mean, because first of all, it's Weird Al, and he's just doing the Coolio hair. Like, yeah, that's it. There's, it's no more, no less. You yeah. know, th- that's kind of he had all a very recognizable hairdo. Yeah, so <laughs> that's pretty much where it's at with that. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Gump too much because we're talking about Gump again soon yeah i don't want to ruin episode. the episode yeah i don't want to exhaust my gumpness right now <laughs> i may run out of gumption yes uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so syndicated incorporated uh which is the soul asylum uh parody of their misery mm-hmm. eh? I, you don't like this one it's okay it's it's fine i think again it's another one of the tropes that weird al tends to fall into where it's just listing stuff that's on tv he did it in 1980 uh 83 or 4 83 or 4 on uh in 3d with the song brady bunch which is the parody of the safety dance by men without hats oh nice he did it in 1992 with i can't watch this which is a parody of can't touch this okay (laughs) And then he did it again in 1996 and in syndicated Incorporated. So it's just listing things on TV. So it's it, fine. Yeah. There's just not a lot of substance to it is what you're saying, I think. Right. Yeah. But it's a good song. I don't know. If you like Soul Asylum, you'll appreciate it maybe. Oh, yeah. And I do. I definitely yeah. do appreciate it. But then also, if you look at this album as a whole thing. Yeah. This is the only like down yeah, I could say that. Yeah. The whole rest of it, it's like up, 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 up. Polka. 
Polka is like the high. Polka. And then you go to this like upbeat acapella medley and then gump. And then I'm so sick of you. And then it's like, my whole family loves three's <laughs> company. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Down <laughs> for a minute. So, I mean, like, other than that, this is an album, like, I would play at a party. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all up. Yeah, it's good times. It's up with people. Yeah. Um. So you you may know this better than I would because then track 10 on this album i remember larry it's a yankovic original yeah but it's a style parody of hilly michaels are you familiar with yeah, hilly i was michaels? not fa- i wasn't <laughs> okay because i mean i looked at i'm like i don't know who this is hilly boy michaels an american drummer and musician known for playing drums with sparks in the 1970s i'm like okay means nothing to me um so yeah this seems like a deep cut for uh or a a deep reference for weird al yeah it definitely is and um i'm not mad about it i like this song yeah this song was okay i I think you could put this for me in the same category with like syndicated incorporated like it's kind of on the same level yeah so this is kind of like because you're you're just coming right back up from that so like this is this has got its upbeat bits and i would say that he's goodbye earling in this song before the chicks goodbye earled yeah i could see that because somebody (laughs) treats you like crap for so long you're gonna be like all right i'm gonna kill you yeah (laughs) (laughs) you can only handle so much oh i know until like murder is the only way yeah and then of course like, you end up on a on the receiving end of a true crime prod podcast and yikes that's the you way. don't want that no no. <laughs> <laughs> no because my god the mug shots and stuff they get used in the cover images of those things like i'm sorry yeah. like if i'm gonna kill somebody like use like a glamour shot or something of me when you're telling my the tale of my crime yeah i can guarantee my mug shot would not look great <laughs> no no, I mean, it can't be any worse than what's his face. Was Nick Nolte? Didn't he have like that terrible mugshot? I don't remember. Oh God, there's. I think yeah, I think it's him. It's just one of those like notoriously bad like late '90s, early 2000s mugshots. David Hasselhoff oh, was pretty bad. <laughs> um, some of them had just like really bad mugshots. Poor guys. I know. I'm sorry. You know, just, <laughs> gosh, if you're gonna get arrested, like have the decency to look, look good. Cute. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Felt cute. Might get arrested later. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I like I like I remember Larry, and I think you know at the time because it starts with Hey, say, do you remember that guy Larry next door? Well, he always is the neighborhood clown. Well, Mm -hmm. growing up, my brother and I we didn't have a a guy next door, but our neighbor across the street was named Larry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we're like, hey, Larry. Hey, Larry. <laughs> and it took me forever. <laughs> I had to ask my mother what was so bad about putting Ben Gay in a jock strap. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Mm-mm. And she was like, well, it's very sensitive there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And Your poor mom. <laughs> She had to explain to me, uh, you know, because, I mean, what am I? 
I was like an 11 year old girl. I don't know first a I don't know what a jock strap is, and b right. I don't know what Ben Gay is gonna do in a jock strap. <laughs> and so now I'm like, oh yeah, that can't be pleasant for anyone. Not good. No, not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Poor Larry. Poor Larry. Well, you know. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. No, Larry was the one who who did that to the narrator. And oh, that's, okay. That's one of the things that Dung got Larry killed. Yeah, well, rightfully so. Yeah. You don't I, do that to people, don't do Larry. That. <laughs> but okay, before we move on to the next song on this, the line, do you remember when he cut my car in half? Well, he really got me good that time. Yeah. It's like he's basically harassing this man <laughs> and calling it pranks. Right. Well, I feel like that's what pranks are. People, the people doing them think it's funny, and then the poor victims of the the pranks are like, "This sucks." Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, we were a family of like April Fool's Day got taken very seriously in my house. Uh oh. Um, to the point where my mom actually stopped doing April Fool's Day jokes on April Fool's Day because people saw them coming, <laughs> oh, and no. she would do it like two three weeks before or like two or three weeks after so like there was a whole like almost two month period where like anything could happen wow it sounds like an interesting household to grow up in it was i mean and that's that's ultimately why we are the way that we are and that's how i liked weird al yankovic and why i drink yes (laughs) sometimes you just gotta drink Sometimes you just got to do, you know, and the fact that there's glitter in this beer, again, it's seriously, it's mesmerizing. It, I wish... Is it collecting at the bottom? Or no, is it, it's, it's still like floating? It's like floating in it. It's like, oh, that's so seriously, cool. It's like, it, it's seriously, it's iridescent. Like, do you know that, um, like, have you ever like seen like, uh, like liquid highlighter? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. It's like that. Oh, that you sounds know, so the, cool. With like the shimmer in it. But phony calls, the TLC parody. Yes, this is one of my other favorites. So good. So good. I'm I love like, TLC. You do Oh, you do love TLC? Yeah, I was a big TLC fan. Like this uh well this is the parody of uh Waterfalls and mm-hmm. this song was like all over MTV and it was I I thought it was cool cuz you know there's the part where they turn into water like, you know, and <laughs> I don't know. I was just a big TLC fan like around this time, and I, st- I still like TLC. So I was really into this Phony Calls parody. Yeah, it's a good parody. It, it, it's solid. We did an episode on this a little while back. Um, and one thing I know 
I, I know that we pointed out was, again, as a person who likes to put the lens of today on songs, basically yes. none of this holds up because nobody has a landline. Oh, yeah, because nobody really pranks calls people anymore. Nobody, At least I don't think they do. Nobody calls anymore. You know, like, uh, we text people. Yeah. You know, I did accidentally prank text somebody yesterday. <gasps> um, what did you do to them? Well, I didn't I didn't do it, like, for real, for real. Um, <laughs> there was a... Okay, so I have a personal trainer at the gym. <laughs> Yeah. And uh she's going to be like out of like gone for the like the first week of November. And so okay. one of her other clients who I met at the gym when like I was doing one of my workouts on my own and she was having a training session with the trainer, like we kind of like hit it off. And so cuz she's very much like me. We're like similar age, she's got glasses, she's got curly hair and I'm like she loves Weird Al Yankovic. I don't know yet, but she did have a Mickey Mouse <laughs> shirt on the one day, and then I saw her again another day, and she had one of those, um, oh, God, like, Nate, what is it, Nathan Pyle, uh, the the cartoons, oh, God, you, you'd know it to see it. It's like yeah. where he says normal things, but it's like this creature is vibrating, but it's a cat purring. You'd know it to see it. I don't know. I'd have to see it, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so I was like, oh, my God, like, I have to be her friend. So, and so I said, hey, when our trainer's out of town, do you want to, like, meet me at the gym and, like, be accountability buddies? And she's like, yeah, oh, my God, that would be great. So I looked at my trainer, and I was like, you have both of our phone numbers. Just send me her contact, and I'll shoot her a text. She's like, okay. So she did. But I guess she has two clients with that same first name, and she sent me the wrong one. So I sent to the number that I had – I sent a message that was like, hey, it's Lauren from the gym. Like, thumbs up, smiley face, butterfly, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And And she's like, who? This person texted me back and was like, I think you have the wrong number. And, like, that's how I heard that text back in my my mind. It was like, I think you have the wrong number. Because if somebody, like, accidentally texts me and it's the wrong number, and I- I'm always, like, I le- at least throw, like, in a smiley face or something so they know I'm not, like, mad. But this was just straight up, I think you have the wrong number. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. So I ultimately got her correct number. And then I was like, yeah, so that other person, you know. She's probably confused. You might want to text her. It's very confused. And um, <laughs> then the girl who I meant to text was like, well, does she want to work out, too? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think she does. I don't think she wants to. <laughs> no, like, she's probably like, no, I'm done with this. But, no, we got it all worked out, and it's fine. So Good, good. But, yeah, so I, I think that's the closest we get to, like, phony calls in. Yeah, these days. These days is, like, a yeah. wrong text. Yeah, but <sighs> I do like the little Simpsons uh, reference that they throw in there. That's like that's so perfect because that's over like the bridge of the song where it would be Lisa Left Eye Lopez's little like her rap. Her rap. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a smart move for Weird yeah. Al not to try and like rework that rap because that rap was kind of like the most uh, poignant part of that song. So I'm glad he didn't try and do something silly with it and instead just had the instrumental with a clip of The Simpsons. Right. I mean, especially since Lisa left, I had, I will, 
I don't know. If she I don't know. If she had passed at this point. Not, Probably yeah, not. But no, cause it's I think she died. Yeah. In ninety nine. It's been a while. Or, no, I think it's two thousand four. That's a wild story too. I know that is an absolutely wild story. But I'm gonna tell you right now and see how right. Oh, two thousand two. There you go. You're close. I was real close. <laughs> but the night Santa went crazy. This is a good one. I know. I, I don't celebrate Christmas, but I love this song. Yeah, this I I think anybody can appreciate this song for what it is. This was actually the first episode of this podcast. Was the night Santa went crazy? Was it? That's perfect. Yeah. Um. It. We had a really good conversation. Our audio wasn't super great because I had no idea what I was doing, <laughs> but. The con- content wise, it's a f- it's yeah, a f- it's a fun listen if you can get up. past the fact that, like, my brother sounds like he's like in outer space. Yeah, um, it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. okay. We all that's how you got to start, you know. Like, exactly. look, look where you're at now. I know. Look at me now. Look at you now. <laughs> or what? What? Phil Collins would so take a look at me now. No. Um. But yeah, so the night Santa went do, crazy. Do, 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 do. Okay, different words. <laughs> no, I, I was doing against all odds, right? So take a look at me now. Um, and then you got in the air tonight. But no, Santa. Santa went crazy. Yes. It's a fun song uh, about, you know, you know, Santa's had it. You know, he had a rough day. And now he just has to uh, grind up all of the reindeer into reindeer meat and eat them. It's great. Yeah, I feel this like... is a great Christmas song. You should play this with your family. <laughs> oh, we do. Um, yeah. Yeah. We definitely, yeah. I think we do. I think everybody should listen to this at Christmas, um, especially if your children still believe in Santa Claus. And Yikes. if you really want to go for it, find the extra gory version where Santa doesn't end up in prison. Santa yeah. is dead. Yeah. I, yeah. That's a good one, too. We, uh, the first time I heard that was actually live in concert, and I'd never heard this extra gory version before. And so I'm sitting there, like, watching Weird Al, like, enjoying the night Santa went crazy. And then this last verse goes somewhere I didn't expect. And, like, my, like, 14-year-old mouth is like, <gasps> what? No. What? Santa. It's happening. Yeah. These are different words. You know? It oh, was my God. absolutely wild and insane. Shocking? Shocking. Shocking. I was aghast. It's a lot for a 14-year-old, I think. Yeah. Maybe. It was a lot. I mean, I didn't... I was done with the whole Santa thing. But the fact that yeah. Weird Al changed like the words to a song that I knew frontwards and backwards. So I'm sitting there, and I'm singing along, and I'm like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> like, it messed with me. Yeah. But it kept you on your toes. That's what Weird Al is all about. Just keeping yeah. you on your toes. Yeah. So that's, Man, we did it. We did it. We got through Bad Hair Day. How do you feel about it? Yes. I'm feeling really good. Um, I, uh, I'm i feeling underprepared with my knowledge of Weird Al because <laughs> you're clearly a pro. Well, and you did a great job. that's why job. everyone should listen to this album or not to this album, to this podcast oh, because, thanks. I mean, listen, she's, I, I mean, I'm a queer, uh, a queered Al. There you go. <laughs> yes. Oh, this is Queered Al instead of Beard Al. Oh, my God. There you oh go. my god like seriously if, if you did like an lgbtq like take on all the weird albums you could call <laughs> it queered al there you and go seriously that might be the subtitle of this episode i might call it yeah. weird al i would love it if you did <laughs> <'Cause that's, laughs> i would feel honored that's amazing so yes 
I, I, I'm not like trying to put you on the spot or like make you do anything, but like, yeah, you know, as somebody in the LGBTQ like community, like, how do you feel about Weird Al? Like, I mean, I, I mean, as a human, I can understand like appreciating him, right? Right. But mm-hmm. does he speak to you on like a different level? Um. Well, I like Weird Al. I think he's a very um considerate person and i think i i mean i didn't look into it enough to say anything but i feel like he would support lgbt rights of course oh yeah you know actually i know you've seen i've never seen weird al in concert so i i don't quite have that experience but you know to relate that um there's a artist that i really love and her name is amanda palmer i don't know if you've heard of her i haven't I, I'm gonna um, check her out though. She's uh her she was originally in a band called the Dresden Dolls. I've heard of them. Yeah, okay, I know them. so you know who she is, and now she's solo. And um, I was at one of her shows at the Troubadour in Los Angeles, and Weird Al was there at the show, just like as a fan of hers, and I think they're friends. Um, and so I like I've seen him physically, but not perform. Okay, that's hey. That's half the battle. Like, you've been in the same place as Weird Al. Yeah. Which I think... So you've been blessed in that way. Yeah. (laughs) It was cool. It was cool. But but Amanda Palmer is also very much like that. You know, the come as you are, like you were saying earlier, and just kind of be yourself. Um, I don't know if I would necessarily say, like, Weird Al spoke to me or made... I guess... Well, I guess in in the way that you can be yourself and that sort Mm -hmm. of thing... Um, Weird Al would speak to me, but I don't necessarily think I don't really like have memories of him being like his songs making me like be like, oh, it's okay to be like gay or whatever. Yeah, no, I mean, and I, I get that. And, and that's kind of why I asked, because like I I appreciate Weird Al just in the like, it's okay to be whoever you are, like as long yeah. as you're a good person and considerate <laughs> person, it's okay to be whoever you are. And I'm going to throw this out there. I'm a weird ally. There you go. <laughs> I just like putting weird out in front of any word that starts yeah. with like an owl. Like, yeah. it works. So, um, so you have queered owl and weird ally. Yeah. On so the show. I've just got. <laughs> That's like, it's beautiful. We have a whole spinoff. We do have a whole spinoff. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm going to have to get more of this unicorn farts if we're going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the unicorn farts, all the glitter. All the glitter. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I, I do respect Weird Al. I think that he makes people like, you know, like we were saying, challenges people to think about things and, and various subjects and things like that. I mean, he was sort of uh, sort of brave enough to do like you know to be in women's clothing for the uh lady gaga cover i know they just like cgi'd his face onto these people yeah but he did that and actually he went full drag um on an episode of 30 rock did he yes okay he dressed as uh jane krakowski's character (laughs) jenna Uh, yeah uh um to do a parody of her song so yeah weird al went full drag and he's like a he's like a pretty lady yeah i can imagine i'm gonna go look that up yeah you you should (laughs) you absolutely should for my own personal purposes yeah just like look at weird al in drag (laughs) like there's nothing wrong with that yeah 
but I think that's like part of his culture though like um you know it's part of that because I I don't know it's just I I don't know I just think Weird Al is really interesting and um I think it would be he would be like a really smart and interesting person to have a conversation with so um yeah I don't know I I think I don't know I obviously really am a fan of Weird Al of course yeah you have to be yeah I think yeah. I think everybody should be. <laughs> and I think that's a perfect note to wrap this conversation up with because I finished my unicorn farts. Yeah, I finished my, my pale person beer. Your pale person <laughs> beer. <laughs> that's okay. I brought enough rainbow in my beer today. Um, there you go. So anyway, I just want to thank you again so much for coming on to talk to me today. And if you ever really want to do anything queered out, let me know. Yes. Like... I'm down for it because that's fabulous. Yes, I will. I have to wait for the right opportunity to like pop into my mind. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. Kinda, just like like know that I'm down. Like if you ever wanted okay. to dissect a Weird Al album, um, okay, that's perfect for me. Uh, but no pressure, nothing like that. No pressure. This has been great. This is like I said, yeah. I've had so much fun. I've had the most fun time. I d- did want to thank you for having me on the show. You're because welcome. You don't have to have uh, me on or anybody on the show <laughs> besides your brother, but you do. And it's really cool. And I just really enjoyed reliving my childhood by like, you know, listening to the album before recording and, you know, talking to you. And it's just been really fun. Oh, thanks. I mean, I, like I said, I had a blast. Thank you so much for being here. And um, you plugged all your stuff at the beginning. Anything you want to say yeah. at the end, you're all set. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, we're good to go. Just uh, thanks for having me. If you're interested in music or RuPaul's Drag Race, you know, rewind and and, uh, listen for that. And then you can just listen to the whole episode all over again. Yay. Beautiful. (laughs) All right. Well, for all of us here at the Extended Beard Owl podcast family, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back you again. I can talk. (laughs) Yeah. We'll be back at you again (laughs) next time, people. Bye. Bye. slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.